everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Impossible Until Possible podcast, where we focus on health, wealth, and happiness. And today's segment is all around the fitness section again. And I have a good friend of mine and fitness coach, Chris, with me. So Chris, first and foremost, thank you very much for joining me. Pleasure. Pleasure to be here, mate. Good to speak to you. Good, good. So I'm excited for today. I want to dive. I love the health and fitness side of things. Uh, I think the more I go on this journey, the more I realize how impactful it can be for not only your personal life, but but your business life as well. And um, so I really want to dive into that. But let's just give people, uh, the listeners and, and the viewers who are watching on Facebook, a bit of background about yourself. So how did you, what was the trigger point for you to go into the fitness space? Oh, well, so you cast your mind back to um, 2009, it's like the credit crunch. So I actually worked in finance uh, for Northern Rock. Um, and obviously things weren't doing so great in the whole financial sector around that time. It was a yeah. bit an understatement. So uh, yeah, like I think what led us to, I'd always, I had always had an interest in working out, uh, gyms, et cetera. Uh, but I never really thought I could kind of make a career of it. It was more just like, I enjoyed doing it around my work and everything else. Um, but kind of went back, got made redundant actually. And that was kind of the push that I needed. Um, mm. I was in kind of my comfort zone a little bit uh, in the, in that, in that sector that I was working in previously. Um, you know, you've got your, you've got your flat, you've got your car, you've got like steady money coming in every month. So you think actually it's not, it's not what I want to do forever, but it's all right. Um, yeah. But then got made redundant. It kind of made me have a rethink. And I was, was actually applying for jobs in the similar sectors that my kind of experience was linked to. And I was looking at all these jobs like, I do not want to do any of these jobs. Like, it's do not excite me at all. I'm like, it, you know, at least sometimes when you've applied for jobs in the past, you get excited about, oh, it'd be great to work there. Or and I was looking at it going, I've got no interest in this at all. Um, so that kind of made me rethink, um, retreat, spent, uh, some redundancy came at a good time used that money wasn't loads but it was enough to pay from pt course uh got qualified uh and yeah that kind of started me on the journey really and that was yeah 2009 2010 we got qualified so been doing it ever since really so yeah yeah and you've built up uh an incredible business i know i was in there the other day and the facilities that you've got there really just breed mm-hmm. wanting to do something it kind of inspires you to want to work out when you walk in there it really is a good place um how much do you believe in kind of the environment being a big player in your health and fitness and, and keeping, because listen, we're in January, right? There's a lot of people wanting to start the whole year off and they'll probably not be in the gyms by February. And I think the accountability and the environment that you put yourself in is really important. And I think you've kind of tried to create that within your gym business and your structure and uh, and probably your personal life as well. How How important do you think that is to, results and maintaining those results oh definitely like i think um environment's a really big factor you know if you're if you want to make some changes to your health and fitness but you're surrounded by people who aren't interested in that or you're in an environment where you know you're just in a place where you, you know you don't have the facilities or you don't have the the knowledge or the support yes you could still potentially get some progress and make the results but it's going to be a hell of a lot more difficult um you know, if you can find an environment or find a community, people who are a bit cliche like-minded, you know, like the network of you guys you've got in your in your group, it's it's all about kind of you bounce off each other, 
you want to spend more time with each other, you want to learn from each other, and you all progress together and it accelerates your progress so much more when you when you're part of a network or when you're part of a community or you just if you or even just got got a coach. You know, the difference between not having a coach trying to work it out for yourself or having a coach and a bit of expert guidance, that makes a massive difference too. So, so yeah, your debt environment's key. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people can put a gym plan together of some sorts online. Uh, but it's, you know, I think a lot of people struggle with the nutritional side of stuff. And that's something that I've definitely dug deep in to myself over the last year to 18 months for sure. Um, and I mean, what, what do you think there? I mean, you can probably, you can probably get abs by just actually eating correctly rather than going to the gym, as they say, the abs are in the kitchen. But um, how do you think nutrition plays a part in your overall health? And let's try and link this back to business here because, you know, the, a lot of my listeners are entrepreneurs and they are busy people, busy professionals, um, quite a lot of them are in the property sector. So they're more than likely maybe have a job and trying to run a side business at the minute, trying to build that property empire up before they can replace their income. Mm -hmm. So how do you think you need to fuel yourself on a daily basis to be able to fire on all cylinders and give your all to everything? Um, Yeah. I think nutrition is really important um, to, you know, look, if you're knackered, uh, if you haven't had much sleep or, you know, if you're not feeling yourself in the right way, it's a lot hard to think more clearly, you know, you know, in when you're making key decisions about hiring, firing, you know, what property to go for, what to, what not to go for. Like you have to make some pretty important decisions. And if your mind's not clear and if you're not, uh, you know, that can, that can play a big factor, I think, in terms of you know, your mental clarity, your mental performance and your, and your ability to, to make key decisions because if you're not feeling yourself in the right way you, you can be tired you can have dips in your energy if your blood sugar's kind of up and down you know if you if you rely on like smashing in loads of coffees all day to kind of keep you keep you up if you know what i mean or like lots of sugar you know that's a kind of your your, your blood sugar's going to peak and trough and peak and trough you know that's why you know jet like the the uh, the common slump of energy after lunchtime you know how many yeah. people in this working office you'd be like feeling like you're falling asleep, like that. There's, there's a reason for that. That's not that. I'm not saying it's not normal or abnormal. It's just nutrition can improve that. So getting a handle on your nutrition and getting a handle on your fitness as well. You know, working out. A lot of um, a lot of what I'm going to say, famous businessmen, entrepreneurs. You know, the likes of Branson, etc. You know, they'll all they'll all do workouts. They'll all do some form of self care throughout the day to give them that clarity whether that's working out meditation yoga something i think it's really important to to find something specific that works for you that helps you give you that head clear your head space um, i think that's key mate yeah yeah i think you know you touched on a good point there that you know you've got to find what works for you i mean i've got my i'm up at 4 30 a.m every day and that that sort of sets me away and then you know i like to hit the gym every single day of the week to just get get the body and, and the mind going. What do you find has worked for you and what do you see that kind of works for, for your clients as well in terms of, you know, everything you've just mentioned there, you know, meditation, yeah. your headspace, um, you know, what have you personally found? And, and as I say, what, what do you see working for your clients that manage to sustain these things? Because it's easy to do it for a couple of weeks, but the ones that get the true results are the ones that form an actual life habit of this, yeah. you know, eat right for life and train right for life, not yeah. just 
in January because it's a new year and you decided on the 30th of December that you were going to do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think a um, couple of things, really. I think, first of all, you've got to find something that you can fit into your routine. You know, don't try and pick up something or, or start something that is unachievable or unsustainable. You know, January is a, a classic time for people who've done zero exercise for the last few months to try and get five or six gym sessions in a week and mm-hmm. try and do that for a couple of weeks. And then they wonder why hey, they can't sustain it or they get injured or they just kind of burn themselves out. You know, it's got to be whether, and this is the second thing, find something that you enjoy doing. You know, if you hate going to the gym, like you can only force yourself to go to the gym for so long. Like yeah. find something that, you know, you could be get out, go cycling, like playing sports, like running, walking, yoga, something that you get, ex- that enjoy. Like, like I, my kind of routine at the minute, is I'll I'll get up probably about a similar time to yourself, depends on what time I need to be in. I'll actually go to another gym, do uh workout by myself, you know, get the airpods in, like no distractions, like that's my that's my time. Yeah. You know, don't yeah, you know, just like folk I don't get us wrong, like I don't do it every day, but you know, three, four days a week I try and do that. Um and then from then um that's my drive to the office. So the gym mm-hmm. here, as much as I, I do work out here from time to time, but this is like my office. It's not my it's not my kind of work, work, uh, relaxation space. So that, that's my kind of routine. You know, I find something that's that, that's sustainable. In terms of working out, you know, advice would be, you know, try and, again, fit something that's into your routine, but make it convenient as well. You know, find a gym that's maybe on the way to work, or on the way home, or if you work from home, have that try and find that separation. Yeah, it's, it's quite difficult. I find, like, from personal experience during the lockdowns and from speaking to people who work from home, it's quite difficult. You might have a like gym kitted out with all the gear that you need, but it's quite difficult. You have to be very self motivated to to come to do that consistently. You know, there's always yeah. the temptation. There's always the temptation. If you've got a gym in your garage, so oh, I'll do it later. I'll just like. I'll put that round of washing on. I'll, I'll get all these jobs done, blah, blah. And then before you know it, you're like two or three hours down the road. And then, then you're tired and you're hungry. Oh, I'll, just, I'll have some lunch and then I'll wait till my lunch has settled down. And then oh, I'll just have a cut. And then you end up just cutting it up, putting it off. So yeah, for people who, you know, are listening or watching, what have you, try and find something that you can routine and enjoyment. Really, you can get into the weeds on everything else in terms of what's more optimal for this or what's more scientifically proven for that. But I think if you're looking to find something that you can sustain, uh, you have to enjoy it, or at least yeah. get enjoyment out of the results. Um, and then it has to be something that you can build in and do it consistently, ideally at the same times of each day, rather than you know, bef- you know, more more than one day, even in the next, and something that that and that has to be the case for some people. I get that, uh, but personally, I know it works well for me is same time same place every day or every couple of days uh, and just try and like tick the box and that that's that works well for me yeah yeah i i mean i'm a creature of routine as well you know i mm-hmm. pretty much hit the gym at 8 15 nearly every morning mm-hmm. you know as i've done my whole you know at 4 30 a.m every morning i know what i'm doing 5 30 you know it is yeah. very much you know a routine i think creating those habits mean that you don't it never gets missed and, and, you know, and that's why we have habits and, and then those habits create. So, you know, some great tips there. And I think, you know, for anyone that is not going to get motivated, I think one of the, the main things you said there was, 
as you say, a lot of people will dive into trying to do five sessions a week and they've maybe not trained for six months or, or whatever and maybe just, you know, get back into it lightly and then build from there. But, you know, just just go and, and, and turn up. And I know we've just, I'm sat in my new office here now and, you know, we're currently putting it all together. But that separation, I know last week was the first week we were here and, you know, it's been a while since we've had an office, probably 2000 and. 20 um back end of no yeah 2020 back end of all the 21 were remote and it was just nice to have that separation of going back home and not being working in the kitchen all day you know and, and having that separation so um it's the same as you're saying there with your gym routine is you know find a different place create that different environment and hopefully it'll help you you know produce better results in the gym so just moving on to business now um Obviously, you've got a very successful business and you, you've built it up, um, you know, no doubt like every entrepreneur with a lot of hard work and sweat behind the scenes yeah. that no one sees. Um, what, what would you say have been the, the key fundamentals to, you know, getting getting the success that you have? Uh, I think, first of all, probably not being afraid to ask for help, you know, finding a mentor or finding a coach or finding somebody in the industry who has kind of walked the path that you're trying to walk on. And not necessarily copying them, but if you if you see someone that you admire or somewhere where you want to get to, it makes sense to kind of try and do it the way they've done it, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. for us, I've been lucky. I've had some really good mentors in the fitness industry. Um, I've also been part of some really good network or continue to be part of some like gym owner, like network groups um, where we kind of um, get various coaching, uh, have meetups and talk shop and uh, that that's been really helpful. Um, and I think obviously, you know, you, you, said it there, like blood, sweat and tears have gone into the last seven or eight years here, but yeah, I'd say the first main thing is like getting, getting, uh, a mentor, uh, being, getting part of a group because it can be very lonely, like running your own business, whatever sector you're in, you can feel like a very lonely place sometimes, especially, uh, in the middle of lockdown when. <laughs> you've got you sat at home and your gym's just gathering dust and you're getting members email and every couple of days cancel the memberships and yeah it's uh yeah it was a fun time but uh yeah but it, i'm kind of making light of it but without if i'd been on my own doing that without kind of the support of other gym owners i would have really struggled i think not just not like in terms of mental uh fragility but just having the resilience and having the the, the, the kind of knowing that other people are either going through what you're going through or have gone through what you've gone through and can give you the advice. Um, yeah. Like, like obviously we kind of talk from a business side there. Like, but I think in terms of if you want to build any business, you have to be very good at what you do. You know, mm-hmm. like they're saying in business really well, if you can, you can only sell SHIT once. And if you, yeah. uh, if you provide a poor service, if you sell a poor product or, or whatever, you, you, you you're not going to build it that, that's your foundations of being successful really. So um, one thing that I focused on a lot initially when I was a PT is trying to educate myself as much as possible and be mm. as, as good as a, or as learned to be as good as a personal trainer as I could be. And I pass that on to my coaches now, like you never know enough. Like there's mm. the, the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know, especially about the human yeah. body. And, and you should always try to uh, be learning or, or, or have an area of uh, interest that you want to kind of develop in and progress in um, because the, I think the minute that you think that you know everything, that's kind of not a good place to be. Um, you should always kind of want, want to learn um, and want to surround yourself by 
uh, with other people. You know that popular saying, if if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. I think that's yeah. very true in any line of business. Uh, you should always be the small fish in the big pond rather than the big fish in the small pond. Lots of cliches thrown out there, mate. I've got plenty more on the, <laughs> Get in the back end. pocket, but uh, yeah, um, I thought was, thought those were appropriate anyway. Um, no, yeah, and, it, um, it it makes you know it's actually pleasing to see most of the people over the you know the last year or so have been property related business owners, so it's quite refreshing to hear it from a different industry, but the core principles still remain. So you know, for those that are listening and do want to build their businesses, you know, the core principles that you constantly hear. You know the property guy saying is you know they they're in a good network they're always um they're always working with mentors they're always educating themselves and investing in their education and wanting to learn more about it you know and it's it's exactly the same for, for your industry you know it's it's exactly the same it is you know business is business is business and i think the fundamentals are networking and information and empowering yourself with knowledge and then the product is just the different thing that we choose you know, so whether you choose to own a gym, whether you choose to run yeah. a property portfolio, that product and um, you know, very refreshing to to sort of hear that from a different perspective, and hopefully that'll help some of the property entrepreneur listeners let it sink in a bit that actually that is what you need to do if you want to be successful, and it's not just all the property people saying you need to have mentors and you need to get educated, yeah. you know, because it does go in all, all the different industries. So, um, where do you? Um, I'd add one more thing as well, Ryan, to that, just to kind of add, if you don't mind. Uh, yeah, sure. In terms of like having the mentor, like uh, learning, educating, like a lot of the stuff we initially, when I started initially, was focused specifically on kind of the fitness industry. A lot of what I do now is a lot more kind of just general business related. So yeah. like focus on like knowing your numbers, you know, sort of mm -hmm. studying and following people who have a divert, like coach, like lots of different industries but the core principles are the same you know looking after your cash flow you know making sure that you're you're profitable don't get sucked into like thinking because you've had a good month with your turnover that you can suddenly like spank loads of cash on like new equipment because that's not going to like give you much yeah. positive so so yeah i just wanted to kind of add that in because well i uh because again that's i think that's something that you can transfer across to any any industry really yeah no very valuable i know i um my most of my mentorships have actually been in you know non-property stuff it's been mm -hmm. you know marketing sales um as you say accountancy type stuff i think one of the greatest skill sets i ever taught myself was writing formula on a google spreadsheet or a excel spreadsheet as much yeah. i think um, that has been so invaluable to to me i mean obviously the property industry and business in general is a lot of numbers so mm -hmm. it's it's good if you can put them together but um yeah, yeah gr Love great advice then yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, as business owners you spend most of your time in spreadsheets <laughs> rather than doing yeah. anything else I think. yeah but uh, yeah definitely but yeah so um what's on the cards for you this year is it just a, very much much the same or are you looking to expand so yeah plans for this year really obviously as a as as with a lot of different sectors we've been kind of a bit up and down over the during the pandemic so for us really we, we relocated our premises uh march last year not far we were only like three or four miles down the road but now we feel like we're firmly established in our in our in our current location our new location and it's really kind of growing and and trying to make um from a business perspective trying to make this site um as successful and as profitable as possible um i think sometimes i see quite a bit in the fitness industry is people do well in one one location 
and they, they have a couple of good months and then think automatically that the the next step is to, to have a second location. Don't get me wrong, we have aspirations to, to do that. Um, mm. But I've also seen a number of gym owners who've overstretched themselves too far. Again, going back to not knowing the numbers and, and the marketing side of things, expanding into a second or third site and then having to like pull out kind of after a couple of months because it was just draining the new site was draining the old site so the old site was profitable new site isn't yeah. new site drains all the profits from the for both companies and then they have to end up deciding which one they want to keep so um so yeah but that but that for us really just kind of um again just consolidating i think you know really we've yeah. got a good got a good team of coaches got a great bunch of clients uh, and members we're always looking to take on uh talk, take on more um but you know, like again, one of my mentors, he he said, um, when you look at like the gym timetable, you know, we're open from six a.m. until eight p.m. And he's like, well, you know, there's you're paying rent from eight p.m. till six p.m. and not getting anything out of that. So, those trying to squeeze, like, utilize as much of the potential of what we're paying for already um, mm-hmm. to to kind of help help grow the business and and progress it that way. Now, I'm not saying we're going to do open from eight p.m. till six a.m., but mm-hmm. you get what I mean in terms of. There's a lot yeah. of you, you, you're paying your fixed costs to your fixed costs. Yeah. So it's about trying to like, you, you you want to try and get as much value out of that as possible, right? However, however that is. Um, so yeah, that that's kind of us really for, for the next sort of, for this year, really trying to, um, yeah, just dial down, refine the service, always improving, always looking at new techniques, uh, new, new things in the industry that we can implement uh, to, to give us a better service, really. But we're lucky yeah. we've had we've had clients with us, you know, s- since we opened like seven years ago. So they've been through quite a lot, like a lot of a uh, lot of the evolution of the business. Um, so whatever we what we're doing, in in a, in a way, is, is kind of dip, is working and, and, and the build and, and building of the community uh, mm-hmm. is key as well, rather than just providing you know gym with like nice shiny equipment and and that. If people don't feel like they belong, and they don't feel like they're um, a part of something. They're far less yeah. likely to hang around, and our business model kind of um, revolves around attracting people to to us through good marketing, giving them a great experience on the front end. Um, either either that's you know giving them great results they're looking for in the short term, or giving them or reigniting their passion for exercise, or or, or making them realize that they actually enjoy exercise more than they thought. And then hope making them realize that actually this is the place that they want to be on a long-term basis to a continue with their fitness journey, but also you know to be part of the community, to make friends, uh, to get support, uh, guidance, and yeah, be part of a net like again like I've just spoken there, be part yeah. of a network and be surrounded by like-minded people who uh, they enjoy spending time with. Yeah, back to that sort of environment again, isn't it? You know, just yeah. creating that. So yeah, yeah no, it's amazing. Case, I, I, I um I loved it when I was in there the other day. Um, you know, great, great setup, great, great bit of kit, and um, as you say, it, it feels like you're part of something when you're in there with all the branding, and um, you know, you've done a, done a great job with that. So Cheers. I think there's a lot of lessons that can be taught from that, and you can see that you've invested in your own education in your marketing skills to be able to get to that point as well. So, um, I know it's. Friday afternoon and probably want to go and enjoy the weekend. Uh, so um, how can people, you know, get in touch or if they want to join, um, you know, how, how can they, how can they pop along? Do you do taster sessions, anything like that? 
Yeah, yeah. So probably the best way to uh, to get in touch is via our social media uh, platform. So the gym's called Primal Fitness. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook as Primal Fitness and Performance. We're on Instagram as Primal Fitness NE. Uh, my name is Chris Greveson. I'm also on uh, Facebook too. Reach out on either of those platforms. Or if you want to hit the, hit the website, um, it's www.theprimalfitness.com. So T-H-E, Primal fitness was all on word.com so Super. plenty of uh, opportunities but yeah we'd love to speak to anybody in network ryan I appreciate cool. the uh, opportunity to give you my sales pitch <laughs> uh, no thank you very much for your time i really appreciate it and i'm sure the listeners do no as problem, well. buddy. and right, um, i should help. catch up with you soon thanks man thanks speak later